Alright guys, so uh, I want you to pick a job that will inevitably drive you completely insane. Okay. Who decides our jobs now? Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> Presumably, if we really thought our jobs now were actually going to drive us insane, we would quit. Well, I'm talking like within a day or two. <laughs> right. I know what you mean. Like, but, you know. <laughs> working in the morgue or shit like that where it's like, I don't think I could handle that mentally. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to figure out if I could argue that I did that job because it was call center work. And it was fucking... <laughs> but it was, you ha have you been driven to a homicidal rage? I almost started having panic attacks. Uh, it's getting there. Yeah. It's like getting it there. Was, how can we... What? How can we yes and that to get to where we want to be? Come back to me on that. A call center for the morgue. <laughs> well, no, because it'd just be dead people. I could probably deal with that. No, I mean you have to deal with the living uh, every, that are associated with that dead person. Every day is just so slow. Hmm. Come back to me on that one. Okay. If this so... doesn't work, we can start over. I got another question. <laughs> <laughs> I like this question. I have one that that. Wouldn't have a fun outcome, and one that I feel like would be a fun outcome. So do you want to hear them both? Might as well. Sure, let's do it. While we're all delaying for time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the one that I think wouldn't have the fun outcome that I, would drive me mad is a, a toll booth guy. Oh, man. Especially on, like, the fucking mountain roads and, like... West Virginia or like, somewhere? Like, interstate yeah. in the mountains. Like, there's nothing to do. <laughs> there's nowhere to go. And you just have, like... You have a tiny little area to sit in that's big enough for one person. And you, and you know those some bitches are not... I mean, there's, I'm sure there's an air conditioner in there, but I bet it does jack no, shit. No, you get a tiny fan. <laughs> Is there a bathroom somewhere attached to that? I mean, there'd almost have to be because you'd have to walk in the damn highway to get out of it. Yeah, I don't know. Are there tunnels that lead to those little booths? <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Because to how know. the fuck what else the can truth? you even safely get off of there? If you work in a toll booth, <laughs> let us know how this all Please works. Please write in. <laughs> For first day of work, here's your diaper. Especially like the ones in the middle of the night. Because there are some that are attached to those little buildings on the side. And I'm, I, I bet those have bathrooms. But there is also some that there's nothing. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're in the middle of fucking Virginia in the mountains. And there's 16 toll booths in a row taking up the entire fucking highway. <laughs> And you're right. in the dead fucking center of it. You're just <laughs> fucked. I guess you could close them. I mean, I don't know. I guess you could just run in front of cars until you get to, like, frogger your way across. If, well, if there's a Hollywood-style, like, uh, car uh, stunt <laughs> that happens, like, in your area... You're fucked. You're, you're ruined. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> where can you go? Um, there's just a, so yeah. a uh, ravine off to the side for pissing and shitting. <laughs> So I could see somebody, like, like the final day that it snaps, somebody drives up and, like, hands me a dollar fifty in pennies. <laughs> and, and then pennies. I just axe them in the face. Or they, hand, they, they go to hand you a dollar fifty in pennies, but then they drop half of them on the ground. Oh, and they get out like, of the car the and they're like, road. hold on, hold on. And you're just watching the cars <laughs> stack up in your row. I, I, All beeping. This is what I'm imagining. It's like, you know, how they have, like, the partition where you, you can't see, like, below the waist. You, like, you kind of lower below, beneath that. There's, like, a little delay, like, ten seconds. And then you pop back up with a flamethrower. <laughs> 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 right in your window. 
<laughs> I mean, they gotta give you some pepper spray or something, because damn, you're probably gonna get robbed. I mean, what came to mind for me just now is from, um, I don't remember if it was Young Guns 1 or 2, where they load the double barrel shotgun with uh, a bunch of, like, quarters and dimes and stuff. So it's just like they drop all the pennies, and you just open the cash drawer, take all the quarters out, load them into the shotgun, and just, BOW! Or just load them into a sock. <laughs> yeah. Sock, yeah. Just oh, with a slingshot. Yep. Yeah. Don't want to get slingshot. I guess that came out a little more fun than I thought it would, but my fun one I was thinking of was uh, a mascot at Disney World. Hmm. Just imagine how fucking hot in the summer. Now, see, Steven, I think you had these totally backwards, because that one just sounds like straight-up hell. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing fun involved. Well, no, no I, I meant the, the snapping part being well, more fun. Like I don't if, know, because... You just go on a scratchy a, world yeah. version, like, If you're snapping, around. that would be, probably be the best, but, you know, I don't think it's that stressful. If you have your face covered, it's like you can have whatever expression... It, Putting on a, a face for the public is difficult. But if you don't have to do that, you can just fucking do whatever. They Dude, don't know. <laughs> I've read some, like, insane stories, uh, like, Ask Me Anything on Reddit of people that were, like, goofy and how, like, insanely volatile those positions are and how, like, the bosses get down in your face and scream at you if you don't, like, wave a certain way or, like, if you're not at a certain place at the exact right time. They'll, like, crush your fucking soul. <laughs> and they'll yeah. just replace you with another Goofy. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> because Goofy 2 and 3 are just waiting for you to fuck up. <laughs> the Fourth Reich of Disney will reign for a thousand years, Stephen. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, imagine just insane Goofy just running around Disney World with an axe. Yeah, that's my nightmare. <laughs> so, uh, I had a night job once upon a time. Uh, worked at actually worked at the place where Steven's dad worked, and where Steven worked for a really long time. It was just a factory they make plates and other styrofoam shit. And just in the two or three months that I was there, before school started back, because it was just a summer thing, I swear, like at least ten percent of my soul went away. <laughs> Just gone. <laughs> Forever. You'll never get that time. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just... There it went. Like, Replaced with like, styrofoam. I'm just, for real. <laughs> I feel a little lighter, so it's kind of good in a way. No, it's not good. Yeah, so I don't think it would take much to... Uh, to drive me completely insane. Or maybe maybe I wouldn't even go insane. Maybe I would just be a husk. Like a, a, a blank cartridge of a human that just makes, does motions to stay alive. It's pretty so grim. To, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, life is grim. But I guess I guess for, for me, it would have to be a nighttime thing, whatever it was. And, okay, it's, I, I tell you what, it'll be a hypothetical store. It's, it's GameStop, but it's open all night. So that would awesome, that right? would make me lose my fucking mind. <laughs> no, because can you imagine the fucks you would have to deal with trying to sell you their DVDs? Dude, I worked at a fucking gas station before. I know. <laughs> I've seen I've seen the regs the regs all the way down to the dregs. Gas stations <laughs> don't take in inventory from the public though. It's true. It's so much worse when somebody brings in their armload of in a fucking hat. They shit yeah. in a fucking hat. Well, that's better than someone handing you a fucking DVD filled with roaches. 
I'd rather deal with the shit hat. I'm gonna be honest. Same. <laughs> I I don't know. You just take the copy of Euro Trip out of somebody's hands and <laughs> open it, and it just fucking roaches crawl up your arm. Or yeah, just really drugs, funny. or just it's obviously a child's like they just obviously <laughs> raided their daughter's you know bedroom and stole. Oh yeah, DVDs. have that for. Hey man, give me $85 for this Barbie's horse ride on Game Boy Advance. It's like, I probably can't. <laughs> Mostly because that game was not worth that the instant it was printed. <laughs> right. Let alone your used copy that you dug out from underneath the couch. If you want $85 for that, you need to put it on eBay. <laughs> yeah, but what's crazy is that when... Buy it now, price. <laughs> when, we, when we, Yeah, exactly. When we used to work at GameStop, that was when they took in DVDs, and, like, they would take practically anything, like, besides, like, really old video games. And it was just crazy. People were just crazy. Like, <laughs> we would close up shop, and they would just be banging on the doors like zombies. <laughs> Bang, man! I, I, it's I, true. Like, Sorry, we're it's closed. true. No, buy my DVDs! I'll see you in there! Fresh off of walking across the street from Walmart with a fucking bag full of stolen yeah, ones. Yeah, crazy stolen. You just watch them unpack them in the fucking parking lot, like, because they had to be <laughs> open in order for us to take them in. Just, just that, but at nighttime. So this, the sketchiness is multiplied by a factor of ten. So really just, maybe, maybe it doesn't even have to be GameStop. It could be anywhere. Any place that buys used shit and is open all night. Pawn shop, I guess, maybe? Are those open all night? See, I don't <laughs> think, not, not, not around here anyway. They might be in, like, Vegas or someplace where Detroit. you would need money at any time of the day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> not not Detroit. <laughs> uh, that's where you just get shot see. at any time of the day. I think I would have to come up with a hybrid job because I've, I've done a little, like, I've sideways gotten to, like, pretty much every category of work. So I think I would have to com make a, a Frankenstein combination yeah. to uh, really inspire madness. Okay, so I gotta get, uh, needs to be somewhat call center. I'm thinking, like, a mobile headset. So you have to field calls while you're doing something terrible. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know I'm, I'm digging it, I'm digging it. It's a combination of working at a gas station and being at a call center at the same time. Like, yeah. You're fielding I mean, calls while checking people out for their lottery tickets and cigarettes. Like, like oh, ju God. just go with it. Like, being perfectly honest, my phone is always on vibrate because if it makes makes noise, I am irrationally angry just because of years of dealing with call center stuff of just a phone ringing because it was never good. It was yeah. either, it was like if it's the sound terrible. of a phone, you want to die. Yeah. Okay, so it's a combination of three things. Being a janitor, being an accountant, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. And, <laughs> and phone center work, where you're wearing a mobile headset and you cannot escape it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that sounds like a straight-up nightmare. And you're and <laughs> don't worry, because it's obligatory that they pay you $1 an hour for the weekend to just wear it all the time. Yeah, that shift differential. <laughs> like oh did you did you want to go home that's cool just um we have you i have and this we have this waterproof model you can wear while you're showering being on call regardless is the fucking devil and i've never had a job where i've had to be on call oh but and just observate yeah and at night yeah but just like <laughs> observations of it i have and it's fucking horrible <laughs> i know i was getting ready to get ready to mention that like how many times have i been over your place steve it's like all right let's watch this movie and then ring ring what? Then you gotta leave. And it's always for something fucking bullshit, too. <laughs> yep. 
Like somebody who wants you to move their mattress? <laughs> Something like that. Oh, shit. I, I, don't, I don't know if I have an answer. She's just I... like, I don't have a job. Well, the reason why is because I can't think of anything that, like, I would do that I wouldn't immediately... Like, like, okay, first off, here's an example. I would never apply for a janitorial job anyway, but, like, if I were a janitor, but, like, my sole job was just to s- just scrape gum off of surfaces, I would vomit and die immediately. That's, I cannot that stand That is not gum. that bad. I can't stand gum. <laughs> gum but, is, like, that's, like, a fucking vacation compared to normal janitor work. I know. Like, I'm well It's just aware. his own personal hell. Yeah, I, I can't deal with it. I hate I hate when other people chew it. I hate, I hate having to smell it. The other thing is is also What eat. about what about what about bubblegum flavored jelly beans? Oh, I don't like those either. <laughs> the, the other thing is any job Ugh. we mention, if you just any job, if you just say you have to do this, but also you're in the middle of the ocean. No. I can't look at certain pictures of the ocean without almost passing out. Oh my god. Okay, I didn't I didn't think Hold about on. that, Cheats. What about Moon? I just came up with the perfect job to drive him insane. He's one of those guys that's like uh has the scuba underneath like uh oh, the, the ship and scrape off the, the barnacles. Yeah, oh. we did it, Sheets. You're Ooh. going out to sea. No. Like <laughs> do they do that out at sea, or do they do that at the dock? You do I'm at pretty the sure they have to do that out at sea. You would think, because otherwise they'd be running the risk of getting, one, crashed into by other boats, and two, there's a dock right there, so there's a side you can't even get at. I, well, I just think there there are some boats that are so heavily used that's like, okay, it's time yeah, You to just have out. to keep doing it, <laughs> even though like the, the boat has to stay in motion, basically. Yeah, that makes sense. Ooh. I'm just thinking about being a mm, no, nope. Be, being a barnacle boy. <laughs> yeah, Scuba Cheats the Barnacle Boy. That's Cheats' new name. All right, for the we, podcast. Need, we need to move on yeah. because I can't keep thinking about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> when I think of going completely mad, I always think of Sam Neill in uh, in the Mouth of Madness or Event Horizon, really. That well, Event Horizon also, but. In the Mouth of Madness is one of the few films where I watched it, and I really felt like I also was going crazy. Oh yeah, it's it's one of those. It's very movies. effective. <laughs> but uh, I don't really know what his job was in that movie. He was a writer. No, he was a te- uh, he was an investigator for an insurance company. That's yeah. right. I knew he was investigating something, but I couldn't remember exactly in what capacity, and I knew he wasn't a cop. But yeah, so. Whatever Sam Neill's job was in, in the Mouth of Madness, that looks like it would drive me completely fucking crazy, too. All right, guys. Welcome to Motion Picture Meltdown. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen the Rose Rosenberg. Phil the Kill Collins. Cheats the Streets McGee. And D-Hart. And in true D-Hart fashion, he picked the movies for us today. And uh, kind of strange picks you got there, buddy. Yes, two movies about making movies. Well, <laughs> the second round of making movies. Because they're both editors. We got Evil Ed from 1995 and... 2014's The Editor. What a strange, like, genre. <laughs> oh, there's actually, like... Movies about editors? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Horror movies It's kind editors. of like, almost like a little subgenre because I can think of at least two more that are, uh... One's uh, A Blade in the Dark. It's a Lamberto Bava movie where a, a guy's working on a soundtrack to a horror movie. And, uh, Barbarian Sound... Uh, is it Sound System? Sound studio i don't remember what it's called but it's the exact plot of evil ed but uh done to be artsy instead of uh instead of fartsy instead of uh trashy <laughs> i like fartsy better 
Let's let's stick with fartsy. What did you say? It's it was Burbarian. The... Oh, Burbarian. B E R. Burbarian Sound Studio. Yes. So yeah, there's there's a subgenre of horror movies about making horror movies. Well, yeah, it's just specifically about the editing process. <laughs> well, yeah, the editing process, but... That's not even going into, like, the, uh... The movies it, where it's like they're shooting a horror movie yes. and then horror stuff starts happening in real exactly. life. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's pretty specific. Yeah. But it, and these movies are so similar to me, like, they're not similar... Like, overall, they're not similar. But they have so many things that are, like, exactly the same, like... This exact scene happens both both times. Oh, and they're this uh, using a very similar like, uh, like setup equipment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One one is almost like it's a parody of the other. Well, yeah, I get. I mean, and they're both parody, kind of parodies. The other of is a parody of other things. <laughs> Let's start with a night with a evil Ed. The uh, the 1995 movie that looks like it was filmed in 1983. Yeah, it's pretty. Um... Old looking by comparison. Well, it's movies a, that are lower budget it's look a 19, like shit. It's a 1995 movie that is filmed over five years. So, <laughs> what, did it start in 1995 or 1990? Well, it would have been. It would have started in 1990. Well, see, Stephen, it was basically made in the 80s, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> All right. So, um, the plot of Evil Ed tagline: It's a no-brainer. A mild-mannered film editor is assigned to cut a series of infamous slasher films and is driven murderously insane by the miles of extremely violent footage he edits. So, I guess what they're implying here is that the typical editor would never have to slog through this much already, like, cut-for-film, like, violence. Well, he's working in a completely different, uh... When, when we first meet Ed, he's yeah. working in a completely different, uh division it's like he's making drama and shit yeah <laughs> and also so in sweet. like a complete <laughs> clean room and type environment where it's like all yes. scientific and like hermetically sealed everybody's got gloves on there's super old ladies walking across the room for 45 minutes well i mean this this whole thing is like a jab at the censorship in sweden right. where they uh cut out all kinds of it's like anything that had violence or sex in it they would cut it out yeah like um the, one of the things I saw in the trivia is, like, there's a scene in this movie where, like, he's trying to do, like, one of the really violent scenes, and it's just, like, the the actual scene that happens is just, like, they're in a parking garage, she's, he, he the uh, slasher says some stuff for this lady. Then she starts to undress. Yeah. And uh, once she's undressed, he uh, stabs her a lot. Right. Works <laughs> on cutting off the arm. And in his edit, it goes straight from, like, uh, as soon as the bra starts to come off, He's covered in blood and screaming. But <laughs> and you don't see anything else. You didn't see no. anything. And, and apparently, like, from some of the, like, uh, people that have watched this movie, like, apparently that's, like, an actual thing that happened with a lot of Swedish movies. The guy who wrote this movie, that was his job. Okay. His job was doing the type of editing that we're seeing Ed do, where it's yeah, I mean, just that a butcher sense. job. And by cutting off the arm, you also have to mention that he was also headbutting the arm. <laughs> He like he like chopped it and then he held the arm up against the wall and was like, <laughs> just headbutting. He was trying to like karate like headbutt like the, you know like you do the boards, but it's an arm, so it's obviously not going to work. Yeah, this is a uh, Swedish film that was made with uh, it's made with English in mind, so they didn't film it with any sound and everyone's dubbed, hmm. aside from uh, the Ed's wife. 
Gotcha. Well, I mean, she's dubbed too, but she dubbed herself. Before we meet Ed, don't we see the first editor go crazy? Isn't that the first thing we see in yes. the movie? He uh, <laughs> explodes his own head with a grenade. <laughs> right. <laughs> which, to which his boss immediately replies, you're fired. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because why wouldn't he? Yeah, because there definitely wouldn't be shrapnel through his brain as well. <laughs> his boss who looks like Pendulette. He kind of does. <laughs> Pendulette now. Yeah. Because he's a little thinner. <laughs> yeah, that's basically the movie. Um, <laughs> the guy, the guy is, like we said, he works in this very, like, you know, straight-laced department of editing, and then he's immediately moved from that to working at a remote location, somebody's home, that's who he's not familiar with, this this environment. He's having to be completely isolated and edit these horror films, like, all fucking day by himself. I mean, this is kind of what uh, you, would have, you would imagine, like, the straight-laced type being driven insane by the stuff that we've watched you right. know right yeah and yeah. it's like you know because i would fucking love that job maybe not in like a single solitary room all by myself all day long and all night yeah that's really the part of it that would drive anyone crazy <laughs> yeah i was just saying like the, the the watching the horror films over and over and over like and editing them i would love that like that's like a dream job well, Prove it, Steven. Prove it. Having edited stuff before, by the time you're done with it, you, you're sick of it. You fucking oh, hate that's, it. That's <laughs> definitely true. You know how fucking tired I am of Philip's voice every time I edit a podcast? Probably pretty fucking tired. <laughs> well, imagine if it were... Hey, future Steven, fuck you. <laughs> imagine if it's video, though. So it's that much worse, because it's more labor-intensive. Oh, yeah. Infinitely more. <laughs> Yeah. It takes so much longer to edit video because the sound comes into play also, but then you're also having to edit out every tiny... Every time somebody fucking blinks or makes a stupid face, you have to cut to another fucking... You know, it's maddening. It's crazy. Philip just goes crazy and kills us. <laughs> <laughs> that being said... <laughs> well, obviously I can't kill you. Or that, can you? The the films he's having to edit are already finished films. Yes. So, I could argue he could make these edits in an afternoon. Like, they, <laughs> it wouldn't be long enough. Like, there's only, like, eight of these movies. He could be done with this by now. By the time he goes crazy. Well, it's going to take a little bit longer because they, they are still on film. And, uh, you know, yeah, there's the I mean, whole process of clipping and attaching, reattaching they show, They showed us, like... <laughs> A full scene of him, like, removing back, that. Make sure that it all works. Yeah, that it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it would have taken longer, for sure, than, like, if it if I just grabbed a movie off the shelf right now, ripped it, cut it up into pieces, took all the violence out. Yeah. But I could... I still, like, given what we see him doing, <laughs> unless the movies are, like, front to back nothing but just a slaughter, it would not take him that long to fucking take these scenes out. Yeah, not the butcher. It would take like him almost as long as it takes to watch the fucking thing. Like, maybe a little, like, around twice as long. But, and if it was that, if that was the case, then these movies would end up being, like, 20 minutes long. If, if it was literally front to back, nothing but just violence. But none of these movies are. There's, always, there's always so much promise, like, uh, when, you, when you're on Amazon Prime, and it's got, like, all these trashy old titles, and it's like, man, that looks fucking great. Yeah, it looks like it's and gonna it, be a total slaughter fest, and, and then it's it, like, well... You mean, like, three on a meat hook? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one, but I didn't. Wa I watched it on YouTube. <laughs> so much 
dialogue and nonsense and just poor acting, and then it just leads up to a kill or whatever. And not to mention the, like, I mean, because a lot of this movie is obviously him editing the film or just being in the studio, and there's just oh, and his, a constant his drone of screaming yeah. in the background. Yeah, because there's always a film going in this movie. Oh. Even in the parts where he's not editing, like, anytime you're in, a, in the office of the, like, big wig of the company he's got a movie going at least right. one yeah i believe uh when he's in the office getting like his assignment uh one of the lines that it says is like it's molestation time yeah <laughs> whatever happened in that movie the person did not escape uh, the situation that was, uh, unmolested that was more of the loose limbs yeah just other loose <laughs> limbs movies <sighs> that's the series, by the way, he's having to edit. It's called Loose Limbs 1 through whatever, 8 or 9 or 10. Yeah, his wife, uh, he gets a call from his wife on the first day he's working. And it's like, uh, she really, like, you know, pressures him into telling him what he's working on. And he's like, oh, well, this is a scene where a beaver rapes a woman and then blows her head off with a bazooka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then she's like, oh my god, why'd you tell me? You, you fucking berated me. That he yeah, he even turned her down more than once and said, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, it's, uh... I, I love the callback to that, too. Yes, it's when, very when satisfying. Come, when a guy comes around to check on the edit, because, uh... Hold on a second. The guy's, he's he's already started losing. He's been hallucinating. There's like a, he sees a gremlin in his fridge. Like a literal gremlin that's, like, afraid of the light. It has, like, sounds almost like a Jamaican accent. <laughs> yep. And it gives him the finger. Yeah, because he's that's eating his food. That's what it, gremlins do. It also calls him a fucking Nazi. <laughs> yep. Yep. Some of the dialogue in this movie just was just d didn't make any sense. Where's my beaver rape scene? <laughs> oh, my God. No pussies, no cocks. <laughs> no tits. No pussy, no cocks, no <laughs> untoward bodily movements. Untoward. <laughs> and yet... It stays in the picture. And yet he... And he, yet he demo oh, yeah, that's right, because that was the things that it was lacking. Yeah, it's like, it's, if it doesn't have those things, it's not X-rated, it goes back in the movie. <laughs> Fair enough, Mr. <laughs> like, Angry Man. This goes sideways pretty quick uh, once well, it yeah, actually... Well, yeah, it's this scene. Yeah, but where it... it, it goes it, completely off the deep end. I think I meant... I meant more kind of like from like a viewer like viewpoint. That, that was kind of a dumb sentence, but... Because like, I was point? watching it... Yeah, I know. Because I was watching it and I'm just like, okay, this is going to get weird. And then like the bandage demon pops up and starts talking to him. I was just like, oh, this is going to get really weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So a lot of these things he's having to witness in his imagination come from movies. They're like kind of movie references. And in fact, at one point he begins to talk only in movie like quotes. But what doesn't make any it's sense strange. to me is that he's editing these this very specific series of films. Like these lim loose limbs movies is what he's editing. And yet he's seeing things from like he sees knockoff legend devil darkness or whatever the fuck his well, name was I in mean, the movie that's just pretty typical like devil imagery yeah big guy with horns <laughs> but it just doesn't seem like something you'd find in it in the loose limbs movies those looks like just straight up slashers i agree with philip I, I feel like it was like a deliberate knockoff of uh tim curry's 
Prince of Darkness. Well, yeah, I mean, but not he's just, just that. He's just a it's, fucking devil. It's a knockoff of... It's, it's a knockoff of the fucking devil. Didn't he even say something like, I'm a lord of darkness, it, or something it, like it's, that? It's obviously referencing legend, but that's not my qualm. My qualm <laughs> is that none of these scenes would have been in the Loose Limbs movies he's editing, which are supposedly driving him crazy. It's like, there was no gremlins in the Loose Limbs fucking series. That would make no sense. These movies are all about titties and arms being chopped okay, off. Okay, that, that, <laughs> that specific thing, I agree with you on. But as of the other thing, it's, I completely don't. Because he's, he's been told by the, by the demon that he's basically supposed to, like, a, he's supposed to clean everyone. He's, like, purifying. Yeah, he's uh, supposed to murder them into yes. submission. Or, like, be, at least beat their heads in. Because of their, because they're evil. Yeah, so that he's, they'll be cleaned so again. He sees a devil... As he sees his boss as a devil, and then he Fair ends up point. breaking his neck. But there are a lot of other, like, characters that pop up. I don't know. It's fine. It doesn't matter, because, like Cheat said, three-fourths of dialogue is just straight nonsense anyways. So it's like... And, and, and yelling. Yeah. A lot of yelling. A lot of random lines screamed in the background of, in, you know, it's molestation time, things of this nature. A lot of knockoff versions of various songs. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. It, it's hard to place them, but it, it was a bunch of stuff that sounded like other stuff. They're more like pastiches where it's like clearly a reference to a yeah. genre of music than a uh, or like a particular artist. There was another horror movie that we watched that did this a lot too, and we he kept hearing like Welfare Iron Maiden and like Welfare uh, fucking uh, Ace, Ace of Spades. I want to say it was Death Spa maybe, but it might just be because Death Spa has been in my mind. <laughs> It's a similar kind of movie, really. It's a good one. Yeah, Despa. Fucking check that out. Check out the podcast. It's probably terrible, but maybe it's good. Sometimes they are. <laughs> so uh, he does definitely do a speci- like a direct uh, Dawn of the Dead. Uh, I'm coming to get you, Barbara. Like, yeah, he, quote. he does that. That's Dawn of the Dead, right? No, uh, Night no, of the Living Dead. Night, of, Night Dead. of Living Dead. That's right. Yeah, he does, he does some other quotes that are directly from movies that, like, I could vaguely place, but I don't really remember exactly which ones they were. But suffice it to say, they obviously are trying to reference just general horror movies here, and that's Oh, fine. yeah, there's a lot of scenes that are, like, uh, like calls, callbacks. Like, uh, when his wife eventually shows up at the house, and uh, she's, uh, she ends up behind the... Uh, it's like a closet door, but it's mm-hmm. got the slats in it. Yeah, it's Halloween. Yeah, it's Halloween. <laughs> Classic. So, he's going crazy. He kills his boss who showed up because to purify him. So he snaps his neck and he says the line from Loose Limbs, like something about don't look at me. Or, don't don't you look fucking me. look at me! Yeah. <laughs> Which is going to come back time and time again as he does his other murders. Um, another guy, uh, this guy lasts a fair... Uh, I think he... Ends up killing him, actually. The guy that um, yeah, delivers he, the films, who's like a no, he, stoner. Uh, <laughs> he just punches him into submission, and then later no, on... No, I mean, that guy it. ends up killing him, the editor. Like, the editor oh, gets okay. killed by him. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, he gets his head beaten in, but Originally, he, he was supposed to have died, because they, they wrote in the uh, hospital scene, like, uh, later. Gotcha. They, he's supposed to have died and had his brain uh, vacuumed out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well, if that scene was shot, I would like to see it. Just because to have the complete set. 
<laughs> of murders from this movie. And they are pretty good, and the effects are pretty good. I mean, whatever. Yeah, I mean, they should be, because this is kind of what you're making the movie for. Right, if it's not, if the effects aren't going to be good, then why the fuck are you I wasting I mean, part of time? it's the punk rock, let's make fun of all this, the censorship. Right. But the other part is, I really like the stuff that is being censored, so I'm going to put it in my movie. Right. <laughs> And it spans, it runs the gamut of, like, how good it looks, because some of the effects, especially the ones you see that are, in that are like, meta inside the movie, inside the movie, that he's editing, those some of those effects look kind of, like, hilarious. Like, the rubber arm that's getting sawed in half. Those are, those are older. It's like, that's, it's, uh, the, the stuff that's the movie inside the movie is usually, it's the older stuff that they adapted from shorts. Right. And uh, put into the larger film. Yep. <laughs> so are those movies actual movies? That were, uh, I think that this is the only there. way they're available. <laughs> okay. If that's in, any, in any case. Um, yeah, so that guy, uh, the guy who's supposed to deliver films, he gets knocked out, but then he, he'll uh, come back later because Ed of a ends up killing a, a, two guys that are planning on robbing the house, a guy named Zip and a one named Crackhead. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You racks up quite a body count by the end, because at the end, in the hospital scene, it starts to really, like, pop off as far as, like, literally and figuratively. He, I mean, he may or may not have killed the entire staff in his room. <laughs> he just kind of throws them around, and then that's kind of the extent of it, so who knows there. You kind of assume that they're dead, just giving the He ends the up with, that... like, their clothes and shit. It's like, you assume he fucking killed them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he eventually, uh, he's eventually subdued. And goes to a mental asylum, yeah. which is attached to the hospital, I guess. It was his daughter's birthday, so his wife uh, right. grabbed up the kid, uh, took him to go get dad. <laughs> Apparently, as in, in the meantime, has completely lost his mind. So, uh, while the kid's waiting out in the car, he's hunting uh, <laughs> his wife around his, this place. Well, And uh, the old woman next door finds the, <laughs> the head of a crackhead. Yeah, like, like outside her uh, barrel, right? Huh? I said it was in a barrel. Yeah, right? it was in a barrel. It floats up to the top, and that's when uh, he's about to kill her. Whenever uh, he gets arrested and taken up to the yeah, the hospital. So his wife is hilariously unconvincing. Like she shows up and is like there to like say, "Come home, honey. You know, I'm worried about you or whatever." The second she sees him, she's like, nope, he's crazy. And like, <laughs> Can you like, blame her? Well, I mean... Yeah, to be fair. I mean, yes, he clearly has gone crazy, but you'd think she would be like, let's hear him out. Or, like, even let's hear one word from his lips. You know what I mean? Before just being like, oh, he's crazy now. Run away. Like, <laughs> And in a calm fashion, like, all right, honey, get in this closet or whatever. She, like, takes, puts her daughter, hides her daughter or whatever. But, yeah, so... The, the cops and everybody shows up. He goes to the mental hospital. Um, well, it's a regular hospital, but they've... Well, his, he's his, in where he's jacket. at. <laughs> supposed to be, like, yeah. receiving mental it's like health he's, treatment. He's behind a guard. Or that wing is. Yeah. But he ends up killing everybody, and he just walks past the guard. <laughs> yeah, because he's wearing the coat over top of an obviously bloody... Well, I mean, the guard, the guard noticed him, and he's like... I guess he's too afraid to do anything. Yeah, I mean... He's not an armed guard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, without a weapon, fuck it. You yeah. don't get paid enough for that shit. 
So, this is when the, I guess I'm going to call them the shotgun SWAT team. <laughs> well, most of the SWAT, most of the team has, like, a automatic weapons. That's right. And the, uh, it's the only, main, like, the leader. The leader has a shotgun. It's obvious, like, a <laughs> supposed to be American guy. <laughs> yeah. He shows up and he's like, where's the guy to kill or whatever? And he's got this huge fucking cigar. All right, and man. Like, <laughs> Let's sweep out and find it. <laughs> so, one by one, he murders all of them, and many of the staff, and For a SWAT team, they're not very They're very <laughs> bad at their job. Very ineffective. If they even are a SWAT team. I not, don't know what they're supposed to be. The, I mean, they don't even have, like, protective gear of any They sense. must be trained by the Westworld guards, Philip. Yeah, probably. That's, like, the first thing I thought of whenever I'm just, just watching them get dropped. <laughs> I'm not that far in Westworld, but so far the guards are worse than stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah. Which is a really low bar. <laughs> like, being a stormtrooper, basically you just have to be able to carry around a gun. Yep. <laughs> and sometimes hide behind things. But that's all you have to accomplish in order to be a, like, standard stormtrooper. <laughs> and they're worse than that. Yeah, so uh, Ed ends up kidnapping the girlfriend of the guy who uh, had delivered the film earlier. The guy, the Nick. I had to look Nick up because I thought he was, um, I thought he was the guy from Return of the Living Dead, the one that that starts working at the place. Um, you know who I'm talking about? The, like the main character from Return of the Living Dead that starts working at the warehouse. Yeah, I would recognize his picture. I wouldn't know who he is off the top of my head though. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was him. They look a lot alike, but it's not. He's just some Swedish guy. Just some Swedish fish. Yep. <laughs> Ooh man, there there are some serious Swedes in this movie. Looking at the like cast, like the names, I'm just like some serious sweeties. I don't know band name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's. I don't even want. I I won't even try. You mean like Gert Filking? <laughs> yeah, that's just a sample. Hans Wilhelmsen is one of the most <laughs> one of the most European names. Per Lofberg. <laughs> Wilhelm. Wilhelm Wilhelmsen. So good. I don't know, there's one guy named fucking Olaf in this. There's always, there's always an, Olaf. an Olaf. Yes! <laughs> Steven, you owe me $100 million. Serious jinx right there. So that's basically it. He goes fucking crazy, he kills basically everyone, and finally the film delivery guy like rises to the occasion and blows his fucking hand off and then his head off. Yeah. Before he can murder his girlfriend. Yeah. I, I like that you see his head uh, fly off his body and whack against and the wall. And, and yeah, just and bounce back. all over. Yeah, that was a really... That's one of the cooler, funner really effects effect. of the movie. Well, it should be because it's the Definitely. final... Yeah. Final one. So, yeah. Um, fun to watch if you're into smorgasbords of boobs and just a fair amount of gore and just silly silliness. It's very silly. But is it fun to watch? I said if you're into those things. Jeez. <laughs> but we are into those things, and this wasn't... Uh, no, I'm into those things, fun. and it wasn't really that fun to watch. There was a lot of... You too much. This. There was too much repeating. Like, <laughs> the thing where he screams at him, like, don't look at me, he says that, like, 900 fucking times. It's like, goddamn, I swear I've seen this scene already. I swear <laughs> I fucking have. Because they just do the same thing. They just kill him again. Kill another person. Twist off that guy's head. It gets pretty, um, 
repetitive also because, like Steven said, continuous stream of just screaming in the background, so that doesn't get old at all. Spoilers, yes, it does. I just would like to point out that on July 16th at 11.55 p.m., <laughs> Philip said, God, what a piece of shit Evil Ed is. Then followed up at 11.59 p.m. and just said, it's the top three, or I'm sorry, top ten longest movies I've ever watched. I could have watched it at three times speed and I'd still, I would still know exactly what happened. <laughs> That's the other thing is that because most of the dialogue doesn't make any sense, you could easily do without it. I could have watched this without the sound on and known exactly what was going on. Because well, it's all just bullshit awesome, dialogue. Uh, Race. And also the, the overdubs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a few things... Like, the, the guy going, the beaver rape scene stays in. That's that's hilarious, and that's... I mean, like, we're going to remember that forever. So, It's one of the things else... that, that kept this movie in my mind since I've watched it in, like, 2011. <laughs> right. So, it obviously has a little bit of staying power in some regards, but overall, I really wish I could have watched it at one and a half times speed, at least. <laughs> because I was on Amazon, and you can't speed up Amazon for whatever reason. They don't have a... It's not part of their player. Maybe someday I'll figure out how, but <laughs> they probably don't then... do it because that's how the payments are worked out. By oh, the, we... the time? By time. Huh. Oh, uh, speaking really? of which, so if I only watch half of it, they don't get as much money. If you if you want to watch, <laughs> yes, exactly. Just like they charge. They uh, working out how to jip these guys off. <laughs> they pay by the hour, and it's not much by the hour. <laughs> that's hilarious. Which is why. Oh. The money is in TV shows. <laughs> you gotta get that filler in, son. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So, um, yeah, I don't recommend it, but it does have some stuff in there worth seeing. I could probably make a super cut of it, not to be a too on the nose with this comment, but <laughs> if I were to be the editor of Evil Ed, I could definitely make a shorter and more satisfying movie. It'd probably be like 15 minutes. I mean, long. you could probably watch, like... What? 40 I'm, at I'm most. Sure on YouTube, someone has best clips of Evil Ed, and you'd get the full experience, basically. Pretty much. Oh, <laughs> uh, there is 100% the arm wrestle and bar fight scene from Hands of Steel, because I specifically showed that to someone recently on why they should watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think we can move on to yeah. the editor. So, the editor, a much more contemporary movie made by Astron 6 in 2014. Also fucking bizarre. Yeah. This one's weird, but in a totally another way. It's well, it's, another it's weird movie because with a lot it's, of reddity, it's, it's referencing a lot of things that most people are not familiar with. Right. I mean, even from like stuff that we've watched on here, we've only watched, I don't know, maybe... I want to say at least a third. A third of the stuff that's referenced in here, we've, we've watched we've for the watched. podcast. Yeah. yeah. Because I, there was some things that I did, like, get, like, some references that I got that I don't think I would have gotten if I didn't just watch weird shit all the fucking time. <laughs> right, right. Well, and there was a lot of references of just genres in general that if you watch a lot of uh, horror and thrillers, you pick up on. Yeah, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, cliches and... The other word for cliches when it specifically is talking about movies. What is it Tropes. called? Tropes. and Yeah, everything about this movie plays the trope. And, like, it's straight up. It's a parody up, movie. 
Yeah, it, it is yeah. a parody movie. Like, there's parts of it that are very obviously, like, you're not supposed to take seriously, which is fine, because if this movie tried to be a serious movie, I wouldn't have liked it. Yeah, but, or but, paid attention to it. Yeah. You're... Well, Astron 6 isn't necessarily known for their serious movies cheats. I don't know anything about Astron 6, so... Well, they did Manborg and Biocop. Okay. I haven't watched those. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, that was before... Well, you're it. fucking up. It's Laser Ghost Return to Laser Cove. Okay. I know you've seen that. <laughs> yeah. But that's five minutes long. Yeah. Cheats, Biocop is like five minutes long, and it's it's just a fake trailer. Oh, I've seen Biocop. Yeah, okay then. Why am I alive? I, I, <laughs> yeah. God, Biocop is so good. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it would even work as a movie. But goddamn, is that one of the funniest five minutes? It is, and I think Manborg might be on Amazon Prime. Cheats. So if you want to watch at least an hour of it, throw them a little bone piece. <laughs> it's not quite an hour long. <laughs> That's a fucking rip off. From my calculations, more about, than one person has to watch it before they get a dime for it. If if you watch it, I I think if you watch it, you know, stem to stern, you get it about a nickel. <laughs> damn. God, they really fuck everybody, don't they? They might get some rev- ad, re- uh, ad revenue as well. <laughs> yeah. Is this specifically just Amazon or like streaming services in general? No. Well, all streaming services pay poorly to people that make things, but uh, this is specific to Amazon. That, that gotcha. figure I just threw Unless out there. <laughs> they have to pay out the ass for it, like if they're buying the entire series of Seinfeld for $10 million, for instance. It was more than that, but... I think it was like a million dollars an episode or some crazy amount of money. Anyhow, so, the editor, 2014, a film editor, gets embroiled in a string of murders. And honestly, after a point, this movie kind of becomes more about the investigator than the editor, but that's just a matter of uh, what they ended up with and what they set out to make, I think. Because he's... the, The investigator of these murders... It's clearly, like, the comedy relief, like, for the most part of the movie. He is the guy that was Manborg. Yeah, right, he's Manborg. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got this hilarious perm. Hey, I said this in the chat, like, I don't know how much, like, you guys have, like, listened or watched Game Grumps at all, but he, he looks like Danny Sexbang from, yeah, that, because his band is Ninja Sex Party. So he looks like him if he like cleaned up and was like kind of sort of trying to act, and but because his voice is really close to it and the way he he looks in this, so like it threw me off all movie paying attention to this because I was just like this could be a Game Grumps movie at this point, <laughs> but like he he's hilarious specifically when he's talking to the priest because he's just like wizard I need help <laughs> every time he called him wizard I lost my fucking shit. <laughs> And he would just keep being like, I'm not a wizard. He's like, shut up, wizard. <laughs> so good. Uh, disrespecting the church. Nothing nothing better than that. That's a, always a classic. Of course, his sex habits are real weird. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I've, I've definitely heard of weirder. I mean, that's fair, but... So, um, movie starts off... I'll probably get this wrong, because I always forget about the prologue of movies. But... The movie begins with the editing room. He's cutting a movie um, that they that they've been shooting during that day. I think he's I think he's looking at dailies, I guess, because they were like. Yeah. It seems like I they're mean, still they're, shooting. They're still working on the movie. Yeah. Bit. Which actually, that seems a little bit. I mean, it would have to be from like way earlier in. The, I think they're taking some liberties with the, like the process. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and also the fact that it was made in 2014, you know it was just shot digitally. <laughs> so it's like, it's just nobody's shooting on film unless you have like a crazy giant fucking budget and you just can. Well, this is, set, this is set as if it's like in the 70s. Right, yes, I know so. that. But they're not, they're not actually shooting this yeah. movie itself. On yeah, them. I, I more just want to like state that so people are aware as we're talking about it. Right, so um, the editor is editing a movie and he's like complaining to himself and to his like uh, sidekick or whatever the fuck she is. She's an assistant. Yeah, about how his wooden fingers are a piece of shit because he's trying to edit the scene and he fucking cuts it in the wrong place. He's like, God damn it. He's <laughs> like, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to cut it there. It was the cut came too too quick or something. Oh, that's right, because the uh, the axe comes down on the girl's face, but like almost instantaneously, it switches to the next seat, like to the next cut. And he's like, ah, God damn it. So yeah, the movie he's watching. God, this gets meta really fast, and it make, really, makes it really hard to keep track Dude, of. Dude, yeah, like, sure. this movie is fucking dense with like all the stuff that's going on and how meta things are and all the references it's making, like. And it's only like an hour and like 30 minutes long, but there's like, there's so much stuff to try to talk about with it. Oh yeah. It definitely jam-packed. It's, it's the more interesting of the two because they made it like hilariously way dense, like where it would be like impossible to really care about any of these various plot lines that are happening. Like who's cheating on who with whose wife and like who's worshiping the devil and like... Well, I mean, okay, they def- they have to work into... They're trying to parody the uh, the Giallo. It's the Italian murder mystery, sometimes with supernatural shit, which they eventually get into with this. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they they have to lay all this out because you need people to suspect. Right. And you need to, you need a uh, you know red herrings. You you have to have all the pieces. You know. Like any any person like involved. Every character in this movie, basically, is what I'm trying to say, is definitely a suspect. Because they're all just sketchy as fuck. Like, <laughs> all acting super weird and just obviously pretending to be different things. Yeah, so, like, there's there's the main character, the editor, who is supposed to be, like, basically a legendary editor who fell, fell from grace, so to speak, because he had a mental breakdown and cut off. Most of his fingers on one hand. Oh, yeah, all his fingers on one hand. Well, but the thumb, I think it's real. And he has a real. weird, like, a weird mannequin. <laughs> like, like half of his hand looks like a mannequin hand, basically. It's wooden fingers. Right. Or it's supposed to be, but they wouldn't work like his work. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Which also, I think one of my favorite lines might be, like, when he's trying to light a match, he's like, damn, it's these wooden fingers. The inspector goes, you're a wooden man. <laughs> but... So there, there's him, there's, like, his hot college-age assistant who is, like, also in love with him, and she's the, the daughter of, like, an old friend of his. There's um, the two stars of the movie, the uh, the actual main character and his love interest, who... Uh, well, the stars of the movie who will begin to change immediately and continue to do so yeah, throughout because, the entire uh, film. These initial two stars are both murdered. Right away. <laughs> With, uh, uh, I, the hanging, I'm pretty sure, is a reference to uh, Suspiria because she's hung exactly the same way. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then the guy acts like they're all talking about how the murder happened, and then he turns around to like leave the room and runs right into her. He's like, "Why is he still there?" He's like, "I couldn't find a ladder." Oh, okay, <laughs> fair point. There's, how uh, could I get her down? I also think the like the the slashing behind the movie screen. I think that was a demon's reference. 
Probably. <laughs> and as far as, like, those characters getting murdered off immediately, I'm just trying to, like, name characters, because there's a bunch of them in this movie. Yeah. Continuously, the main stars of the movie, like, the movie that's being made inside this movie, are being killed off, and then the producer is just, con- or director, or whatever the fuck he's supposed to be, is just continuously, like, bumping people up the ladder, like, oh, this guy was just a psychic, now you need to re-edit the movie so he's the main character. <laughs> It's like, like you could just do that. You can do a lot with editing. Yes, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you could do that. Like, basically cut out the other guy, even though he was the main character. Oh, I mean, if, you just, cut, if you just cut out, like... He, he, the other generally, guy's the guy would just have, like, a line a line that was like, Oh, now is my time to say something nice after the... Or, say something that makes me sound like the main person after the... Right. If you just cut that line, it's automatically then it makes kinda, the other guy bumps like, him okay, up. Okay, that the guy, order. that guy's saying more. He must be the main character. Yeah, if he's Fair there enough. doing the action with the other guy. But um, <laughs> the demands of the editor become more and more ridiculous as the yeah. movie goes on. So, yeah, um, and there's also like his like semi-alcoholic wife who's depressed because she used to be a movie star but isn't anymore. Uh, yeah, and she's she starts out as may or may not be cheating, and then is definitely cheating on him with uh, with other people. And there's just, like, there's so many, like, weird characters in here, but even, like, the one-off characters, like, even if you don't know your, their, even if you don't know their name, like, you absolutely remember what scenes they were in. Yeah, because everybody's acting crazy all the time. <laughs> yes. Like, uh, okay, so I don't know any of their fucking names because this movie is insane. And nobody's around long enough for it to matter. But so there's the bl- uh, the blonde guy who's in it quite a bit. He's constantly, like, interacting with crazy shit while he's uh, on screen. Like, at one point, he's just loading up, like, 15 different murder weapons into his trunk at, yeah. ra- like, at random. Because, well, I mean, they're supposed to make it, like... <laughs> Pretty obvious, they're, like, they're oh, fucking who's with the, the audience. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because there's always, like, in these movies, it's like, anybody's a suspect. But the cop... Does not suspect anybody. He picks up nothing except for the editor. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he has it's... tunnel vision on him. Yeah. And anybody else could be doing fucking anything. I mean, like he, you were saying, literally he having has... a buttload of murder weapons. He drops a like a like a, a straight razor, which was the um... murder weapon in the, in the murder that just happened. <laughs> on the ground is like, oh, I would leave my head right if I wasn't attached. <laughs> Aha! Wink, wink. Remember about cutting off heads. <laughs> And then, um, yeah, he has, what's amazing to me is, uh, that comes kind of to, like, ultimate fruition, like, for me, anyway, whenever the, it's the scene where the murderer has, um, the investigator's wife on the other side of the kitchen door, and he's, like, trying to axe his way in, and he, like, breaks a part of the door off, and there's, like, a little sliver he can see into, and he's, like, trying to press his face through it, and he just keeps going, is it the editor? Is it him? And, like... (laughs) It's like, he's so fucking convinced, like, she's in there getting murdered, and he's asking, is it him? And she can tell anyway, because she's been, she's been stricken with, like, uh, hysterical blindness. Right, so and it would be meaningless to even ask her. This is a, a reference for Beyond. Right. Because they have her eyes milked over, it's like, oh my god, your eyes! <laughs> Are they gonna look like that forever? Oh god! <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. It's so hilarious, just looking at somebody's, like, <laughs> I mean, not really hilarious, but in this movie looking at somebody's disability and just pointing it out as, like, bluntly and 
Like, yeah. like you're so grossed <laughs> out by Sensitively, it. is it? And that's his wife. <laughs> and he keeps being like, well, they didn't say it would necessarily be forever. Oh, shit, I don't know if I can do it. And she's them. like, what's, what's wrong with them? Like, there's also so what much... What do they look like? <laughs> there's so much, like, people getting beat in general, but mostly women getting slapped around in this. Yeah, the, again, the inspector, he says, he walks up to the editor and his wife having dinner, and the editor's wife is, like, mouthing off to him. So the inspector's like, well, I'm gonna have to fucking take control of the situation. Slaps her around a whole bunch, is like, look, that's all you had to do. Have a good evening, miss. <laughs> She's like, you know, he's right. Now that I think about it, it's mostly the inspector beating women in this movie. Yeah, almost only. Most of the rest of the people play as like straight people. Like they're the they're the straight people to his like goofy character. Well, I would except for uh, the, the blonde guy does a yes. lot of goofy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like they have they're having dinner and the blonde guy is just stealing all the silverware on the table and keeps being like saying sayings wrong. <laughs> well, speak of the devil. Oh, the editor's here. Uh. Mm, no, I just mean, like, we're speaking to the devil. It's like, well, that's not what that saying means. <laughs> oh. <laughs> While he's stealing a fork and a knife and just sticking him in his breast pocket. So that's that's the kind of character he is, constantly doing goofy shit. Yeah. Um, the blonde guy is the other cop, right? Is that that you guys are talking about? The right? blonde no. guy is the, act, like, the understudy actor. The guy. actor, the actor. I was thinking that the, the investigator and the actor reminded me of the dick in the box guys. Ah, uh, yeah. I could see that. <laughs> of course, the, the actor, I think his name is Cal, he did actually murder someone in this movie. So, well, you find out at the end. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to be pretty specific. He didn't murder someone in the making of the movie The Editor. <laughs> he murdered someone in the movie. No, he... In the he, movie. Like, there's a there's like a foreign guy who apparently only speaks, speaks Italian. Like, they have him in a couple scenes, and there's a scene later where... Um, He's brought in as a double for the yeah. initial star. Right, and then they, they try to cast just him. When he is actually killed, it was actually Cal that killed him. I don't blame you for not piecing that together, considering well, how I mean, much the stuff's cop, going on. Well, the inspector said so at the very end when he's talking to the editor. Yes. <laughs> God, it was confusing as fuck. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to clarify point... for, for our audience that nobody died in the making of this movie. No. There were just people that got killed in the movie, in the movie, and then got actually killed in okay. the movie. just assume that <laughs> if we're talking about deaths, from this point forward, we're all talking fictional deaths. Hey man, you never know. Like, seriously, half the movies we review, it's like, well, somebody got their fucking face chopped off by a helicopter or whatever. It's like... There are no helicopters in this movie, so that's how you know no one died. It's true. Helicopters are always the catalyst <laughs> for movie deaths. Bad helicopters for movies? Can for the we? most part, they have. <laughs> Thank God. I mean... <laughs> Not that it stops, because, like, uh, was it Miljokovic's uh, stunt double in, in the, I think it's the newest Resident Evil movie, I can't remember if it's out or not, like, she got crushed by a car, so. God, they just are not careful. I guess they're like, no, this is why we hired well, a stunt I mean, double, so we can kill them. You know, stunts are dangerous. <laughs> yeah. No, I know that. <laughs> I just mean, like, they're not being careful enough. Obviously. Nobody will know what if we kill this uh, stunt double. And guess what? None of us did, except for cheats for whatever reason. Well, she's not dead. She's just paralyzed. Oh, well. In that See? Case, yeah. That, why'd you even bring it up there? What, what doesn't kill you cheats makes you stronger. It's true. It's not true at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, anyhow, um, it's kind of difficult to get into the exact like inner workings of this movie, but 
Suffice it to say, if you don't want us to spoil who the bad guy is, not like it matters. Um, it ends up being the editor's wife who's doing many of these killings. Because... The inspector kills his own wife by accident and then frames... Immediately! Immediately makes it look like he didn't kill her. Yeah, well, he doesn't do a very good well, job, though, no. because the cop walks in with him, like, obviously doing the killing. And just he's is feeding, so spineless that he just lets him get away with he's it. He's feeding the dog her fingers <laughs> yes. as he walks in. All the murders have had the uh, the fingers, I think, of the right hand. Yeah, which is, is where they had her lost gone. his fingers. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> to make it look like the other ones, he cuts off her fingers and he feeds them to the fucking dog. And he's watching this. Ha- the the cop sees the end of this. Yeah. And he's got the axe in his hand. And he's he's standing over his dead wife. And then he's just like, the, the guy back, I was just here. I'm investigating this murder. Fuck you. You saw him, right? Yeah, he was black. <laughs> here, 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 hold this axe real quick. Oh, now your prints are on the murder weapon. Here, let, let us pour some drinks. Yeah, oh, the oh, beer's yeah, really going to your head. I, I don't drink. I'm just holding this drink. I just like holding glasses a good, of beer. A, a good, good man, man holds a beer. Yeah. <laughs> I love that fucking line. There's so many lines that he says that are just funny, like just on their own. Like just total bullshit. And the way he delivers them, beautiful. Hilarious. So, um, mostly, though, it's the editor's wife doing the killing. Big fucking shock there. Um, meanwhile, the editor, which is co- corroborated by the guy, the wizard who lives at the church, <laughs> is, like, just accidentally getting into, like, other realms. Like, he gets sucked into his editing TV and then, like, birthed out of it later, covered in fucking tar. And then as soon as he walks two feet outside, he's completely clean again. Which... Well, anything could happen in the edit. Exactly. Yeah. He walked to the bathroom, got completely cleaned off, put those clothes in the washing machine, washed them, got them back out. Somehow all the tar came out of them, went to the car, hot-wired it. Because he was in a hurry, he had to hot-wire the car. (laughs) So, um... And this is... The the car scene was actually my favorite part because it's got that fucking banging-ass carpenter oh, front. Oh, yeah, so I was gonna say, like... Uh, it's called... Uh, that was Turbo Killer. Actually, no. no, I'm sorry, that wasn't Turbo Killer. That was... Uh, I can't remember what the actual track is, but... I listened, Roller Mobster. There we go. Yeah, because like, I actually lis- listened to him on a regular basis. Yeah. I really enjoyed the soundtrack to this movie. Like, yeah, the, the, the very part. first song of his is, like, some weird, just erotic exercise. And I was just like, is that Carpenter Brett? And just screaming to myself. <laughs> that <laughs> exercise scene is lifted directly from a uh, Fulci movie. Yeah. yeah. So weird, like, erotic <laughs> exercise. Well, that that exercise was erotic until you saw the exercise going on in the background of the, the scene directly following it. Where <laughs> someone right. just gets naked and is doing stretches. Oh, there's a whole lot of full frontal nudity of both sexes in this movie. Oh yeah, floppy dicks. There's at least there's at least three dongs. <laughs> floppy dicks, ding dongs. And within three minutes, there's a vagina in the movie. So yeah, I'm not even sure it took that long because it's a it's in the clip that the editor's editing, which is the very beginning, as far as I can remember. It it. Definitely did not take that long because I started this movie and Brandy walked in the door. Full frontal nudity. While I was starting this movie. And she saw, as soon as she walked in, there was just full nudity on the screen. She walked to the kitchen and walked back and there was a different tit on the screen. And she was like, I've seen two different tits since since walking in the door. I mean, tell Brandy she's welcome. Yeah. (laughs) 
from the hearts of Brandy, a, a gift of just these tits and vaginas. You're welcome. You're welcome. You burned. <laughs> Speaking of being you burned, um, after he finds out some information from the wizard and some other different stuff, doing some research in the library and being crawled on by tarantulas, another reference a, directly. Yeah, this is from beyond, the Beyond. Yeah. Again. Um, <laughs> the, the book Three Mothers is in this too, so. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, apparently she's doing some witchcraft to make things happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say we've done probably about half of what they're referencing on the podcast. Maybe half, but you might be right, it won't. Because there could be some stuff there's, that's, there's that's some a reference, and I just thought it was total you... nonsense. <laughs> yeah. And in any case, uh, after he does his montage of learning... He still thinks it's the fucking editor, right up until the time he gets fucking stabbed in the back by his wife, by the editor's wife, and immediately just goes, It was you? I knew it! <laughs> so fucking no. funny. You did no, you not didn't. know it. <laughs> his fucking, oh my gosh. And he, of course, shoots the editor as he's being stabbed in the back, and they're both fucking fine. Well, they just drove their cars off a cliff, both of them. Yeah, yeah and they were both fine there. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> he drove, the editor drives his little gremlin off a cliff, and then the fucking investigator goes, no, you don't, and she <laughs> drives off the cliff also. <laughs> so I was like, what? You thought he was getting away? And they're both, like, they just both have, like, a slight bloody nose and, like, a little bit of blood on their lip. And it's like, just no injuries at all. If you dove off a cliff in a fucking gremlin... I'm afraid I'd have to tell you that there would be nothing left of it. No chance. <laughs> no fucking no chance. No chance in hell! For real. I don't know. You'd have a better chance in that than, like, a smart car, at least. A gremlin? Yes. I feel like gremlins were designed to kill you if they got into an accident. Yeah, well, but it's... So that there's no witnesses. There was, that was a specific flaw <laughs> that... There was a specific flaw... That's that what they were designed to do. <laughs> It's in the manual they do and everything. Pretty bad at you, could, you couldn't rear end them. Right. They had a, a high probability exploding. <laughs> right. Uh. Which is ironic because he drives this gremlin off the car in a mo- off the cliff in a movie and it but doesn't he didn't rear explode. End it. True. So <laughs> that's that's fair, but it's at least made out of metal. <laughs> like smart cars are just made out of just shitty fiberglass, so they just disintegrate. It's just foam and cannolis. <laughs> No, so, get all the way to the end, and we get the fucking excellent line from the uh, investigator. He tells the guy, you're you're a wooden man! Yeah. And he, so he's like, good point. Sets his hand on fire rather than trying to light the match he's been trying to light the whole movie. And is able to ignite his recently doused and gasoline wife. And we get one of the cooler effects in the whole film, her being on fire, looks awesome. Yep. Like, it really looks like there's a woman on fire, just standing there, almost naked, just burning. At least to me. I mean, I don't know. I, to be honest, I don't know how they did the effect. I guess it must have been a mannequin, but it was moving awful lifelike. I mean, I suppose it could have put a thin man in a... What looked like a naked woman's suit. Yeah, and it is only... <laughs> that is I think they room. only show, I, I like, know. back shots of the yeah. fire. Which would indicate to me that this was a real fire and that the person's face had to be covered up for protection. So, maybe. And, you know, she's got hair, so that would obviously, you know, obscure most of the facial features anyways. So, yeah, this could be a full body burn, and we just, there's no way to tell because the effects are great. Like, even if if this is fake, 
It looks awesome. I actually prefer, like, uh, once she's, once you're done with, like, the, the, the flame part where she's dancing around, it's where her face just melts. Yes, I was getting like ready to Temple bring that up. Temple of Doom style. Yes. Very <laughs> not Temple, Temple of Doom, Doom but uh, Raiders, Raiders of the Lost, Lost Ark. Ark. Yeah. Because you get the face, like, candle melt effect yeah. where it's just, like, plain as day, just, like, layers of wax or whatever, and it's just openly on fire that just melts away instantly. And uh, that looks really cool and great. But, mm, turns out, you were in a movie all along, Mr. Investigator. Or, or whatever. It? I don't know. Who yeah. the fuck See, knows? when they introduced the element of, uh, of different realities. Yeah. Because that's where, that's what, where the editor deals, man. Yeah, because the wizard, as we previously stated, says that the editor can move between, like, ethereal planes or whatever the fuck he calls them. Whatever it is, it's other dimensions, what have you. Hell, who cares? Um, but in any case, he goes up to the... Dimension the, of imagination! <laughs> and this is an amazing fucking callback to basically every horror movie, like, ever made. He runs up to the wizard at the end and he's just like, But you said that the editor, he, he did the, he fixed your bell tower. And he's just like, that bell tower hasn't rung for a hundred years. It's like, bum, God bum, damn it. And then he runs up to the... He's like, ah, oh, the bell tower. He runs up there, digs into the wall a little bit, finds a skull and a stack of edited films, opens one up, and it's him doing the thing he's doing at that very moment. And he says, no, and he's inside of an editing bay. And it's like, okay. So, whatever that was. Um... It's a mind fuck. It's not that much of a mind fuck. It kind of <laughs> makes sense because a lot of the movie, the editor is seeing the murders happen and then running to the scene of the murder and being like, yep, just like I saw, I must be the murderer and I just don't remember it because he keeps covering up evidence all along the way. So it's clear he thinks he's having a mental break and murdering these people. <laughs> yeah, they, they continuously he... burning clothes and things. <laughs> I forgot about that. So, they show where he went to the, the insane asylum. We had a nervous breakdown, but they also show where apparently, like, he permanently scarred. Well, he may have done something to his prior assistant. And the reason why I say he may have done something is because whenever the investigator is talking to the uh, the doctor that's in part of this, was just like, you know, oh, he's covered in bandages. What did he do? I don't know. Weird, isn't it? <laughs> and it's just, that that's was it. it. Let it go. <laughs> it's weird. Alright, move on. Yes, uh, speaking of weird, uh, that's Udo Kier. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know the name, but I recognize him. You no, would know him kind of from like a, such uh, fair as... Let's see what his IMDb top movies are. You know, it's always weird shit, yeah. Explicitly deals in weird. <laughs> uh, he was in that movie that I watched last night, the uh, Vince Vaughn one. He was the doctor in uh, Suspiria as well. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like he was in one of the movies that we're parodying here. So, probably multiple well, in any case. I think um, he might have been in, uh, he might have been in uh, Three Mother, uh, Mother of Tears, too. Imagine how weird someone named Udo would be, and that's the guy. <laughs> so, um, also classic, right here at the end, whenever he the investigator is confronting the wizard about what the events of the movie... Like, 16 of the people that were killed just walk in, like, from outside, together. Like, oh, we're fine, what are you talking about? We're not dead. It's like, 
God damn. <laughs> Laying it on a little thick, huh? But, of course, they are because comedy reasons. The studio. So, yeah. That, that is the end of the movie. A fun ending. One of those, like, oh, everybody's going mad. Ah! Oh, the bad guy wins. It's like, I, I feel like the editor, the guy who plays the editor, Adam Brooks, uh, also one of the directors, uh, I feel like he could have done this type of movie at the time had he been alive <laughs> yeah. when they were making these. Because he fits right in. Yep. It's like, I've seen a lot of these, and, uh, it's like, he, he was they, right at home. Perfectly, perfectly cast. Perfectly. They're just like, let's put him in there. <laughs> like a puzzle piece that you were missing that your dog probably ate. So, um... That's oddly specific. Over, overall, I don't know how, but Evil Ed has a 5.5 and the editor has a 6 on IMDb. Um, the editor actually has way less uh, reviews. And a higher score, so that actually tracks a little bit. Um, yeah, I guess I would have to say, if I had to watch one of these again, I'm definitely going with the editor. Yeah, there's no contest for me. It's just funnier, and uh, takes itself less seriously, even though neither of these movies take themselves seriously. Even though the effects in Evil Ed are pretty decent, the effects in the editor are way better. And more varied, because we get really cool effects, like what it looks like whenever a tape suddenly grows eyes for a second. Yeah. Or, uh, not actually, I mean a Betamax tape, specifically. And uh, that was that was another really hilarious comedy moment, whenever she's like, I had to buy a $500 player to play this tape that you left for me. Uh, <laughs> this fucking Betamax. I, I just want to see if I'm the only crazy person here. There, whenever he, whenever the investigator goes into like their home and he's digging through everything, like he finds that tin. And I think it was a film tin. Yeah. But it was like the same shape and size as like one of those cookie tins that people always store sewing supplies in. Yeah. And so I'm looking at him like that's either cookies or sewing supplies. And then there's fingers. <laughs> fingers. I'm, like, I'm wrong. <laughs> it's, it's the only time you'd ever be wrong about what that. What if you open it up and it was cookies? <laughs> Why do you hide cookies inside of your, like a? Uh, it was like the chimney. Oh, I, I have no idea. I'm just <laughs> saying that kind of round tin was just permanently associated in my mind. That at one point With it those had sugar cookies. cookies. Yeah. At one point it had cookies, but more than likely now it's sewing supplies. Yeah. But you always, always check because it might have shortbread cookies with sugar on them. Yeah. <laughs> and you're definitely gonna get one if it's. I mean, even if it's like ten years old. Yeah, they yeah. last forever. <laughs> you just, they never go bad. Yeah, they Maybe. totally do, but it doesn't matter. Maybe that uh that that uh cushion that looks like the tomato oh it's yeah, gonna have some little cookie residue left on it <laughs> yeah usually a little grease because who's gonna clean that out like carefully like just dump it a little bit you're good a cookie grease what the fuck are you talking about a cookie grease <laughs> okay so i think we're pretty much all <laughs> fuck off <laughs> i think we're pretty much all in agreement the editor superior yes. film of these two yeah, i mean yeah, i sure. i i still like evil ed yeah. For what it is. I mean, I called it a but, total uh, piece of shit. Like, having not... It's been, like, 24 hours since I've watched it. It's not that bad. <laughs> it could be a much worse movie. It just seems to take fucking forever. Which is really a pretty bad sim when it comes to a horror movie. They, they need to be getting to the... Yeah, point. I still think it's a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a 6 to raise its score slightly. Even though you can't see it. All right, just one piece of feedback from Jordan, and he said that 
He absolutely adores Astron 6. As he should. <laughs> I haven't seen uh, Father's Day. I saw that on there. Have you guys seen that? There is a reference to Father's Day in this movie where uh, when uh, when you first see the investigator, he's sitting in a church. Or well, It's not when you first see him, but he, he's sitting in a church waiting for the wizard to come by. <laughs> and uh, the front page says, uh, Father found... Uh, was it raped and burned alive? No, it wasn't burned. It was something along those It was those definitely lines. raped. Father found raped in something. It might, I don't know. Maybe it was burned alive. But, but yeah. But that's what the uh, Father's Day killer in that movie did. He raped fathers and. Oh them. my god. <laughs> well, that's off. That's a fun callback. I would love to be the guy working on the graphic design for the fucking cover of that newspaper. Well, that one is also on Amazon Prime, so I'm gonna have to check that out. It's a little. That one's a little too trauma for me, because uh, it has a. It's a little too wrath. It has a, a cameo from uh, old Lloyd in it. Good old Lloyd. I don't know. There's, there's he, a couple. He does his, the high quality job that he always does. Where he just screams a bunch of cuss words like poop and piss. No, he. <laughs> cuss well, words. I was just, if you say the word, if you say the phrase cuss words, I automatically. The ones that come to my mind are like frick and dang it and like shit and poop. Just because those are the ones you would like dare to say and then your mom would be like, watch your language. Poop. I don't know. <laughs> Not that hardcore shit we got into later. I have a couple of movies on my queue on Amazon right now that I added strictly because it just said from the director of Samurai Cop on it, so. Nice. Good of reason as any. If you want to tell your friends about us, they can find us on iTunes where they can download all of our episodes for free. They can also get them from UnitedCypher.com where they can get other podcasts that we do, like United Cypher Presents, Talks Over Games, The Fallout Forecast, or Anime Alphabet. Uh, check out some podcasts we listen to on the regular. Check out Nerdonomy, who present Nerds on Film. Check out Plumbing the Death Star, uh, Sean vs. Wild, or Trick or Treat Radio. If you want to shoot us some feedback, you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us on Twitter. Our handle is at MPM Podcast. Uh, if you like listening to this stupid thing, then you should uh, watch the stupid thing that I made on Amazon. Uh, Speed Freak, that's uh, one word, yes. a five-minute anthology. Starring a stupid person, <laughs> me. Yep, definitely check it out. It's, it's about drugs. It's about what What would D-Hart make a movie about doing drugs about? Does that make sense? Is that a sentence? It's some weird shit. We'll put it like that. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, it's not long. Come on. Do it. It's five yeah. minutes long. It says Just so in the it. title. I'm not wasting your time. Watch it. Watch it and send us all the awesome feedback for it. Yes. Please do. We want to hear your opinions on Speed Freak. Your professional opinions. I can't wait. All right. With that being said, I've been one of your hosts, Stephen the Rose Rosenberg. Phil the Kill Collins. Cheeks to Cheddar McGee. Andy Hart. And we'll see you next time.